This is the Tree of Life, Season 1, Chapter 6. In this episode, we will be elaborating the biological complements of archetypal consensuality and spatial non-consensuality. To start off, in an archetypal consensual line, a male maintains a slower thyroid relative to a spatial non-consensual state. Whenever the individual departs from the expectations afforded by that consensuality, the result is deference. Deference is merely subconscious signaling corresponding to the assertion of authority over that individual by a member of the patrilineal line. It generates release of adrenaline, arising out of confrontation or social tension, created by the temporary dysregulation of testosterone and hypothyroidism. This adrenaline promotes action pursuant to dissolving the confrontation, which is followed by the release of cortisol. This release of cortisol is important because it shuts down hypothyroidism and reduces the epigenetic fluidity of a spatial non-consensual state. More importantly, oxytocin and cortisol then, released in tandem, facilitate the resumption of status quo homeostasis according to the lineal epigenetic profile. Likewise, downstream, oxytocin is linked to dopamine release which impairs the insight necessary for departing from the consensual expectations of the lineal line. On the other hand, spatial non-consensuality is linked to a faster thyroid. This means that the thyroid increases enzyme production, including generating greater rates of epigenetic modification. It is also linked to increased testosterone production as well. Likewise, testosterone production also increases the potency of thyroid hormones by catalyzing conversion of less potent thyroid hormones to more potent, creating a feedback loop which generates increased testosterone. From this, we can see that spatial non-consensuality is more genetically plastic. It is more responsive to environmental changes. Whereas archetypal consensuality is less plastic and tied to existing reinforcement chains, in other words, spatial non-consensuality makes you more responsive to new environments in terms of coding epigenetic machinery. Thus, spatial non-consensuality is an adaptive response to new environments and contexts, which makes sense because it is anchored to spatial territoriality as opposed to the intellectual linking of archetypal consensuality. All of this is to say, that spatial non-consensuality enhances the ability of an individual to adapt to new environments. It manifests as higher fitness, due to the ability to induce greater substitution and displacement events which favor the actor. But it also impairs the patrilineal line to the extent that it is not diverted back into archetypal consensuality through deference, or adrenaline leading to cortisol. So we see that there is a two-stage process which eliminates a spatial non-consensual actor within a lineal line. The first stage involves confrontation, flight or fight. The second involves parental investment, oxytocin release. The relative concentrations of cortisol, linked to the adrenaline release, and the oxytocin, linked to parental investment, re-establish the status quo epigenetic profile through re-regulation of the thyroid. In other words, Spatial non-consensuality is an adaptive epigenetically defined state, plasticity, designed to enhance offspring's ability to adapt to new environments. But when still connected to the patrilineal line, 
it decreases the fitness of the lineal relative, thus, it must be quickly undermined through the two-stage process set out above. That's the end of the podcast for today.